Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl, and I wanted to do this podcast about this topic of creation. By right now in my life, I'm I'm so aware of myself as the creator of my reality. I am very aware that I am the creator of my reality. And the reality is really kind of a weird thing. Like, I have been sharing a little bit about that I've been having this issue with my my left leg. And... I was sleeping really rather nicely. I had found a comfortable spot and I was sleeping and then I woke up and I have this pain in my, like right behind my knee, my left leg. And I was like, you know, but it only hurts when I have awareness on it. So when I really start thinking about something else or, you know, it doesn't really hurt, except when I have awareness on it. Which is so interesting to me, because it seems like it's just screaming, help me. (laughs) But the fact that it only hurts when I have awareness on it is, is such an interesting concept that I that I've been learning about I about, I don't know how long ago, I had noticed that I only hear the fan in my room in the summer when I have awareness on it. But it's going all the time. So is it making a sound all the time? Or is it only making a sound when I have awareness of it? And it's the awareness that we have to it that is the key. The awareness on whatever it is that is the key that really sort of brings it into our reality. So I start to notice this and um, and also with objects in my vision as well, like um, I lose things quite a bit and I I just and then I find it. What's coming to mind for me is this phenomena that happened. This thing happened. I was I was staying at an Airbnb in Surprise, Arizona for a while, for f- several months. And I had been staying in this one particular room. This gentleman had given me access to his office for a reduced rate and there was a bed in the office and it was it was all really good and a good deal for me and um and there were all these books there were these books on the shelf I'm really 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 into books and I I had been going for like months I had been staying in this room and then one day I noticed that there was a book by Dr. Dispenza called You Are the Placebo. 
It had been on the shelf for months, and I had not noticed it. And it was just pretty shocking to me because that would have been a book that I would have definitely noticed with a lot of the other books that were, of course, I would have noticed that book. And it was just so weird. Like, is something there if we do not have the awareness of it? To have, to have it, have, I had often wondered, like, if the guy had just put it in there um, that week, if it had not been there before, but then he had put it in there. But I rather doubt it. Um, but anyway, just these kinds of things that happen, that something is just right in front of us. But, like, oftentimes in my classroom, I'm working as a second grade teacher, I... Um, I can't find my dictionary. I have to carry my dictionary all the time. I'm teaching the children new words like pretty consistently. <laughs> um, like I'm, I'm teaching them new words, and I'm not a very good speller, and I don't have um, I don't I don't have an access to a computer. I can't Google anything because it's a non it's a school that does not have any media. And so I have to use my dictionary. Well, one day I could not find the dictionary to save my life. I couldn't find it. I had, I've been starting to get my room in, an, in a way that I know exactly where things are. And I just couldn't find it. I'm like, where is this? I don't get this. And, um, and I was able to... Later, it was in the spot that I had put it in. It was sitting right there, I, and I, but I did not see it earlier. And so it was always about my awareness of something. Like, and something, my mind sort of playing tricks on me visually that if my belief was that I couldn't find it, that belief became prominent in my brain and then I couldn't find it. And so I, I wanted to give a bit of an update on something that I don't, I had shared maybe in one of my YouTubes that I just have these lingering, um, these lingering things in my life that just linger and linger and linger and just have not changed in years. They've just not changed in years. And I, and like one of them is that my washer, it hadn't been years, but my washer was broken. My, my clothes washer. And I really, really love clothes. I absolutely love them. And I love to use my washer and wash my clothes and my children's clothes. And, um, so it's when it wasn't working right. I mean, I could use it, but it wasn't working right. And I don't know how well it was actually washing my, my items. It took a while for me to get it fixed. And because I was kind of concerned. I'm like, well, how much is this going to cost me? And it ended up costing quite a bit. But I really, really, really love my washer. 
It wasn't an expensive one, but I love this washer and I didn't want to buy a new one. I, I wanted to fix this one because I really liked my washer. And so I had, I had some money and so I got it fixed. So my washer is fixed and it has radically changed my life. It was like really, really helped me. And, and, and these are the things that I need to keep my mind on. But I just have these series of um, annoyances that, that financially I have not been able to make changes because the reality is, is that I'm, I'm pretty poor. Like I, the reality is, is that I'm, you know, it's better than what it has been in the past, but I, I just, my financial situation, while it's getting better, it's not where I want it to be. Like I, w- I want to be in a place where I don't have to think about it. Where I don't have to think about money anymore. I just, I just don't. And so I have been doing a series of things, including writing. And I just like, I, I just can't. My, the, I don't know how to describe this exactly, but it just sort of seems like the timing of the universe is not my timing. And sometimes I get very impatient with the process of not understanding why things don't happen in a more timely fashion. Like, like one example is, is that I have, I have set off my, my book, my cover of my old book, I've retitled it and I've edited it even more so. And I have a brand new, um, cover and I had set it off to have the cover formatted and they sent me back (laughs) basically the, the cover that I had sent them. And I I just like, and I had told her specifically that I need the lettering on it, where when you look at the, the book, you can actually see the title, like, it's easy to see the name and, and my name, the author, I really need it. Um, I need it. Like, I don't know the lettering thicker. I mean, I sort of like the lettering that I have on there. And I actually like the colors, but I think I need them thicker, bolder somehow. I just, um, and then I sent this back to her. Oh, well, it'll be three to four, two to four business days before this is done. So it just pushes everything out two to four days, two to four days. Um, and (laughs) and me just feeling the frustration of that um and like I've sent my 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 book out to publishers some of them I've heard back from and it's been their feedback has been like extremely nice but they basically offered me that I will that that 
it'll be so great when I pay them to publish my book. And I am at this point, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm just an entire brand. I've, I've branded myself and I, I, I know that this isn't my first. In fact, I'm working this week. I'm really, my second book is coming together. I've been working on the covers um, and I've been editing and um, writing even more, mostly about this process of what I call living quantumly. Living quantumly, um, which is the way that I think that we're supposed to be living, but we've been told otherwise. We've been told that we're here, you know, and, and I say this stuff over and over and over again, but it's just true that we're just, we're just here to, um, to learn. This is learning ground, <laughs> which, which I think we do learn, but I mean that this is just a place um, a lot of times we're told we're here to suffer, that you have to work hard, that you um, you have to do a lot of things that you don't really want to do to get what you want. Um, and you have to be older to do what you really want is in you got to save a lot of money because nobody's going to help you when you're old and you're not going to be able to work and you're going to end up in a home or worse or you know, <laughs> um, I don't know, just this whole like bogus notion about life that just doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. You know, it's, it's so interesting to me. My, my children are are so like even my daughter was but right now my son he's pretty stressed out my youngest son he's he's pretty stressed out and he's a junior in high school and he's taking these AP courses and he's he wants to study chemistry he's a a club soccer player and so for a while there he and he played on the high school team which was pretty stressful but he and his friends I got to know some of his friends which is like so cool because we'd be sitting in the in the in the um, bleachers watching him play and they're really stressed out these kids are so stressed out about their lives and about school and about excelling and grades and and college and I'm just sitting there and like they're really stressed out and I'm there and, and I'm sitting there and I just don't even know how to say it. it's like we're all missing it. We're all missing the point. We're missing the point altogether that life is that this moment, this right here, what's happening right here, right now is all there is. 
not not to say that we don't set ourselves up for things like you know so what do you think so I'll ask them I'll say what do you feel like you want to do oh I don't know so there's all this stress for like something they don't even know what they want to do they don't even know what they want to study I know I didn't I know I didn't I I I was when I was in college when I was young I ended up getting a true liberal arts degree and I studied um religion political science and um there was a third area I cannot remember right now um oh political science oh philosophy I had three different like areas that I was studying but I got a true liberal arts degree because I didn't I really didn't know what I wanted to do and then in the early 2000s I went back and I got a master's degree in counseling um which now I'm in all actuality and and then I took courses on top of that to become a professional counselor and then during the course of that I realized that I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to get a license in counseling um because I I wasn't I just wasn't sure and um and now in some ways I'm I'm really glad that I didn't pursue that because at this point I don't think that sitting around talking about our problems like I'm doing right now <laughs> is really helping us I I I don't really think it was the way I mean I I I have gone to years and years of counseling and I it didn't honestly it didn't really help me to go it didn't it hasn't really helped me to talk to my friends um about a subject so but anyway these children just not knowing what they want to do is just completely normal um but It wasn't like, you know, oh, I'm having fun with my friends although it seems like they are. They're really 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 great children. Um, young people. But they're really really stressed out about the stresses of what they believe life has to be that in order for them to survive, they have to get a college degree. And that's not necessarily the case. Um and just all the pressures that have been put upon them by the outside world that i just what about just being i mean just being like doing something that you really really love to do so a lot of times i'll ask them like well what do you like to do and they really don't know they really they're really not sure what they what they like like my daughter who graduated with a biomed she's trying to figure out what to do now and and i keep bringing her back cuz she has so much angst about it i keep bringing her back but you like your job you like what you're doing you like the people you work with and she's like well yeah i do It's like you can't really get much better than that in life than being around 
people that you really like doing what you like to do in in an atmosphere that you really like. I mean, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And so back to what I, what this podcast was about. I'm sorry, I get to digressing sometimes. So I get this angst. I get this angst about these lingering issues of things and really having the desire for them to change and them not changing. And it could be for a number of things, but mostly it has to do with just full stop money. Like I need a repair guy to come over to my place because it wasn't just my washer that's broken. I have a number of things in my in my condo that even if I were to sell this place, I would have to get all of these these things fixed. And I really, really like this place. I like the energy in it. I like what I've... I mean, I like... I like it here, and I would like for it to be a better place um, for myself and and my children. And so, um, but like for example, I had had a guy come out from from Lowe's probably about a year and a half ago. I had him come out because I really, really want different flooring. I'm not fond of of carpet at all. And so I had uh, I asked him to come out. Well, it would be $8,000 to redo the flooring in my place. And that actually isn't really a bad price. It just sounded very daunting for somebody in my position right now. But it's been my belief. My belief is, is that I'm going to have just like this abundance coming at me. I, my belief is that I'm abundant. My belief is, is that I'm going to have more money than I know what to do with. My belief is, is that we're here for abundance. That that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. He said, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Have it abundantly, not poorly, not be poor on the street that you would have it abundantly and that everything is taken care of. Absolutely everything is taken care of. It's all taken care of. Everything is taken care of that we are taken care of. But the solution is there. The solution is always there. And everything is always working out. It's always, always, always working out in every situation. It's working out. It's working out, working out. And it always has, it always has worked out. But here's where I'm at right now is I'm, I don't understand why I'm, I'm not further along. Like it's this like acceptance of where I'm at, which a lot of times I, I can stay in a happy place. Basically, right now, what I'm referring to mostly is Abraham Hicks. And when she talks about, she talks about this idea that 
everything is sort of like these opposites. So you have all of these sticks in a pile. And you have all these sticks are things, like ideas. that, And one side of the stick is the wanted, and the other side of the stick is the unwanted. And she talks about staying on the things that are wanted and just focusing on them. So, like, in essence, me focusing on my fixed washer and how happy it makes me. It makes me so happy that my washer is fixed. Um, it makes me happy that right now I got a paycheck and I have money to pay my bills and buy groceries. Um, it makes me happy that my children are doing very well, that um, focusing on the things in my life that I, that I perceive to be going well and then the process of doing that, abundance will flow. And I noticed this a bit. I can, I can really tell this. Like, when I'm what I call like in alignment with God, which is really the, the essence, is really the goal. Because when... We're in alignment with that which created everything. That's like it. That's like there's nothing past that. But being all full up with the creator that created everything and his love itself, there's, there really is nothing beyond that. And so it's in the aligning with God that all the power and the joy and the love and the happiness is, the wellness, the abundance that, that I am referring to. And so, so like the other day I had woken up and, um, and I decided that I was going to focus and I had, I had aligned myself to a point where I was in a really happy space and I had gotten up and I got into my favorite place in town and I had sat and I had worked, started to work on, because this was my goal during my break, was to work on the second book and I've been doing that. And I was just on this high-flying disc. I really was so happy. That's a phrase from Abraham Hicks. And I had, I had um, gone later to one of my favorite places in town, and I, the people there were so nice to me, and I'd asked for a piece of pizza, and they didn't have any, so they made me a personal one but only charged me for a piece. And... It was just like the coolest afternoon and I was just in, I was just literally in heaven in myself, in my mind, in my being. It's sort of like this heavenly state of just kind of floating and just being at the right place at the right time, which I think we always are, but, but just having the right people and kind people and 
things are just working out and things really are just working out. They're just working out. It's just the most unbelievable thing how things just work out. Things just have this way of working out. And and that's really where it's at. But then, and so yesterday, I was in a really, really, you know, a day. But then there's times where I get, where I just fall off and I just go like into this, this place of like fear and discontentment. And, and so yesterday I, I had, I had had that happen where I had gone back into this place of fear and discontentment. And one of my friends had gotten with me and, you know, he had asked me like and I had texted and said, Well, I'm just back in this not very good mood and he we were going back and forth with texting and it was like you know, well what is it about? And I said, Well basically that I can't move this mountain. And this is this is just another aspect to it is just that I'm, I'm practicing this art and this is what my entire life is about. Is practicing the mastery of the skills of, of creating a reality. And moving from one place to the other, living sort of by moment by moment by moment by moment. And, and having many, many moments of pure joy, but then also these moments where I'm just off. And also sometimes when I'm off beating myself up because I'm, like feeling like I should be further along. I'm feeling like I should be better at this. I'm, I'm like, I shouldn't be having these thoughts because of how much God has revealed to me, like that I should, I for one person on this planet with actually being a mystic, actually having mystical experiences every day, these synchronicities, these, like yesterday, I was in a really, not a very good space. It wasn't terrible, but I was just really upset about something. And I, and I said to God, I said, well, show me, I want something right now. And I went out and I'm driving and there was this unbelievable rainbow in the sky. And I knew it was a sign and I was telling my friend about that and he said, oh, that's a coincidence. And see, this is, 
this is another aspect to it is that I, I'm not around people who understand the magnificence of being in that space and looking up and there being a rainbow and knowing that it was absolutely a sign from God. And so the adventures just continue. They just continue. And so what, what I do is I try I and focus. I meditate, focus on the parts that are going well, which is a lot. There's a lot more going well than... And this is the other thing that I know is that if it's not this, it's going to be something else. There's always going to be an, another mountain I'm going to want to climb, another book I'm going to want to write, another adventure I'm going to want to go on, another person that I'm, you know, and that's just a whole other is this that I'm alone. I spend so much time alone. <laughs> and I do have some friends and they're they're extremely patient with me, but they have no idea where my head is at. This is most people, the majority of people just they're just living their lives and they they they're in their reality and I'm in a completely different headspace. And so and I and I've talked in my in my podcasts and my YouTubes about this person that I've really really been excited to have in my proximity. And I ha and while I feel like there have been improvements in myself in that area, this person has not yet come into my physicality. And I'm, I'm, and most of the time, I'm not concerned about it. Most of the time, I'm not, but it just happens to be <laughs> because when I was talking about meeting new people, I I was really hoping for something. I'm really hoping for something in my life. Like I don't and it's like this, you know, forever person. This is the last person you're ever going to love in your life. Like I just this idea of soulmates of like I don't know, just making stuff like like so I don't know. But I also see true richness in delving or diving into something with someone. 
that is that is a a how do I word it like a devotion like a really caring about this person on a level a friendship a camaraderie a traveling through life with commonality with care with and acceptance of a person exactly as they are and and that would be in a place that would not be me moving from person to person to person and so my hope would be that I would eventually have a person in my life that I really enjoyed their company and they really enjoyed my company and it had a bit of longevity and richness and depth and and lastingness <laughs> um I hope I'm I'm describing that. I just sometimes I don't know how I know how something feels, but I'm not entirely sure how to describe it. <laughs> but anyway, the point is is that this person has not yet come into my um my physicality. <laughs> And I keep having this expectation that they're going to somehow contact me in the mail or call me on the phone or like send me a text or <laughs> maybe show up at, at my doorstep. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure what else that I can do on my part um, because I've done I've done a lot of um work on this like energetically put a lot into it on my part and um and actually trying to find ways to like actually get in touch with this person this person is not easy to get in touch with I just have to say <laughs> anyway well, I'm going to end this podcast. I sure appreciate you listening. I hope this makes any sense. I, I make jokes in my YouTubes about clear as mud. That was clear as mud. <laughs> I tend to ramble a little bit. And um, I hope there's some sense in my rambling. <laughs> but I sure appreciate you listening. And I will be back. And that's a wrap. <laughs>